Teaching Ministry of Pastor Taiwo Odukoya, the Senior Pastor of the Founding of Life Church. It is our prayer that the message you're about to hear will no doubt shapen your destiny in Christ. Be blessed as you listen. I want to talk on Unleashed. But before then, many years ago, I wrote a book, Unleash Your God's Giving Potentials. Now that we're talking Unleashed, pick it up again. Because anyhow you look at Unleashed, as it were, uh, it's kind of saying that you are beyond what you are getting. You are capable of more. Let it flow. Praise God. Unleash. Let me start with definition, as it were. By the way, everything is looking so good. I'm grateful to God. You know when the Bible says that you are the light that shines in the darkness? You know what it means? It's not saying that I'm never in the darkness. No. Let the darkness be. You are the light. And you know what it says about the light? It shines in the darkness. And the darkness cannot. Now, for everything that God has made you, please hear me. And everything he has given you. I'm talking of both. If you look at it from the realm of the spirit, gifts of the spirit, or fruit of the spirit. You know, they hinge on two things. That is manifesting them or bringing them to be or experiencing them as it were. Two things. Knowledge and practice. What you don't know you have. Who you don't know you are. How can you be? Even when you manifest your own quality, it will look like a mistake. But when you know, you will strive. When you miss, you do because you know who you are. You know what you are not. So it, never, it doesn't matter if everybody is what you are not, but you know what you are not. And I'm assured that for everyone who knocks, the door is knowledge and practice. You can be the most loving. You can be the most forgiving. You can be the most giving. You can be the strongest. You can manifest every grace of the Spirit. You can be everything that God has created you to Never mind who does not belong, become what the God has called them to be. It doesn't matter. You are the light. I want to talk unleashed. It's not unleashed, it's unleashed. And to get us into it, I will look at unleashed. Because if you write unleashed and asking the dictionary to give you a definition, you give you the definition of unleash. 
Und Leute, das Licht has happened to become unleashed. So if that be the case, let's talk unleash. But again, to understand unleash, let's talk leash. So we understand leash, we understand leashed. Then we can come back to apply it to unleash and of course unleashed. What does it mean, the word leash? Explain internally. A line for leading or restraining an animal. Can you imagine? An animal must be controlled. Otherwise it is useless. But you are not an animal. I am not an animal. I'm not created to be controlled. I'm created to have dominion. Have you observed that when you say, let us create man and let him have dominion? He never said, let's create man that he may have dominion over another man. No, 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 no. It is the species of men that have dominion here. It means something that restrains the leash. Something that gags and controls. If that be the case, then what does it mean? And we say unleash to have freedom, liberty, unleash, unchain, release, unlock, to liberate, to emancipate, to enfranchise, to unbind, as it were. And furthermore, it means to shoot across or to break the hold or the control and forcefully breakthrough to an extent that nothing external can hinder. Now, having explained that, I'll just quickly give an example. He was at home with his siblings and there happened to be 12 siblings. And God approached him in a dream and said, where I showed him the vision of leadership. So God brought him knowledge and gave him an information about his life. He believed it. He ran with it. Maybe he didn't have all the wisdom as it were. But watch. Everything that began to happen worked contrary in the physical. If he was waiting for daddy's affirmation, I don't think he really got it, at least not directly. If he was waiting for his siblings' confirmation, he never got it. If anything, he got the opposite. Everything that was thrown at him was against that. But in the midst of all the problems and circumstances, all the limiting events, he continued to forge ahead. So what does it mean to be unleashed? You are unstoppable. I'm not joking. And I'm not talking you happy. Talking you happy. I'm not preaching motivationally. 
I'm telling you the truth. In the name of Jesus. Nothing. I mean nothing. Can stop you. I'm talking of the unleashed. From the pit. To the slave market. To the prison. He ruled. Having said that, do you know that you were born leashed? Psalm 51. said it was in sin that I was conceived. I was born in sin. So how would you do things contrary? In other words, you were born a slave. You were born shackled. I'm talking to everyone that is born of a woman. I don't want to go into all the details. You know why. Romans chapter 5, verse 17. The disobedience of one man brought everybody into captivity. By coming in contact and receiving the, the grace of God abundantly, we were not only liberated, we became rulers. But you see, contrary to the way we all were born, one man was not born that way. Only one man. History passed. In the ages to come, you will never find a second. Describing his birth in the Bible throughout the Gospels, there's one word we use to describe his conception immaculate. Nothing sinful. So, Permit me to say, of course, which is the truth, the only man born unleashed, Jesus. Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21. He who knew no sin was made sin or became sin so that all of us who were born into sin can have the glorious opportunity of escaping and become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. He knew no sin. With this in mind, I want us to quickly look at something in scripture. Matthew chapter 17. Help me turn to it quickly. Remember that you will live the unleashed life 
depends on two things, knowledge and practice. If you know, 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 and you never put it to practice, you will never live where you are. That's why it says that we are not forgetful hearers, but we are, we are doers of the work. <laughs> Haven't heard the word. Matthew chapter 17. Now, after six days, so you know, it's a continuous story. Jesus took Peter, James, and John, his brother, led them up on a high mountain by themselves, and he was transfigured before them. His face shone like the sun, and his clothes became as white as the light. Can I make a comment there first? On that mountain, this cloth dissolved in reality. When the reality of the inner being began to, this clothes disappeared, this skin disappeared, this clothes disappeared, this body disappeared. It stopped to exist. I just heard God say to me, somebody's erupting today. In the name of Jesus. The way, oof, the way I feel is unleashed. Eruption. A force and a power within that cannot be hindered. That's what is called the born again being. I'm not joking. I'm too tired of religion. Powerless Christianity. Just creeds and rituals. It's time to unleash. In the name of Jesus. And was transfigured before them. His face shone like the sun and his clothes became as white as the light. I hope you got it. His face, his clothes. And behold, Moses and Elijah appeared to them, talking with them. Then Peter answered and said to Jesus, Lord, it is good for us to be here. If you wish, let us make here three tabernacles, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. While he was here speaking, behold, a bright cloud is always bright. Overshadowed them, and suddenly a voice came out of the cloud saying, This is Hallelujah, my beloved son, uh-huh. in whom I am well pleased hear him. And when disciples heard it, they fell on their faces and were greatly afraid. But Jesus came and touched them and said, Arise and do not be afraid. When they had lifted up their eyes, they saw no one but Jesus only. Now, as they came down from the mountain, Jesus commanded them, saying, Tell the vision to no one until the Son of Man is risen from the dead. Now, please hear me. No matter the situation you are in now, you cannot die there. You are bigger, stronger than that situation in the name of Jesus. No, you've got to get something settled straight away. You've got to know it now. Is it sickness? Is it a habit? 
bondage of lack, a bondage of fear, of consistent failure. They are becoming history in the name of Jesus. Now, quickly, let's analyze this. They said, six days after, after what? So if you go back and read the last chapter, you get all these words very quickly. But you will remember that some few verses back, he had asked them, who do men say I am? You guys have been with me. You must have been hearing men. Who did this? Some say you are Elijah. Some say you are Jeremiah. Someone says that um, you are one of the prophets. What do you say that I am? Have you been with me? At that time, some think he calmed the sea. He rebuked the wind and he spoke to the sea and peace. And at that time, it was even voiced out. Some people thought and said, what manner of man is this? For a disciple said it, that even the wind and the sea obeyed him. So when he was asking them, now, who do you say I am? These were the thoughts going through their minds. But they still couldn't put it together. Peter said, you are the Christ. The Son the living God. Jesus said, flesh and blood did not reveal this to you. The flesh has no revelation. If you let your flesh lead you, it's leading you into trouble. No revelation. I will show him the other side of my heart. That's your flesh. When you finish showing, please call us to come and pick up the pieces. Not of him. So it was after that that Peter said, he said some things. Rebuking Jesus. Jesus rebuked the devil. And it was Peter talking. So there were thoughts going through their minds. It was after this, he said, please come up with me. I think it's time to rest. And I come to, I've come to believe that no matter your struggle, to become and to acquire in life. Without Jesus, you are making a big mistake. But the world doesn't know that. It is God that gives you power in your hands to what? Make wealth. Please rest. Trust God. And of course, we realize that it is, that was his pattern. It wasn't the first time he would take time off. He would always go away to a solitary place or to the mountains to pray. Remember the trouble on the sea? He was praying on the mountain. Remember even before he went to the cross, Garden of Gethsemane, he went aside to pray. 
So it was one of such periods. He said, come with me. And they thought, yeah, as usual. And usually because when they try to pray, they sleep. So it wasn't the first time that when we try to pray, we sometimes sleep. S-L-E-E-P. Even the kind of gossip, oh my goodness, they snored. But this time around, they had no time for that. They had come out trying to take the posture of prayer. They saw light. And when they turned to see, it was the face of Jesus. As they looked, it was his whole body. They lost the sense of color because it was overtaken. The shape and his was overtaken. It was just light. They were surprised. Such prayer meeting, you can't sleep. They couldn't sleep. What's this? They were still watching and wondering what it was. Cloud from heaven. Wow. At that point, they went down their faces. Then the voice. This is my beloved son. In whom I am well pleased. I looked in the Bible. Only two occasions where God declared this is my beloved son. God declaring. Reported in many areas, but only two occasions. At his baptism and at the Mount of Transfiguration. Permit me to say then that if he's a son, if she's a son, God is well blessed. Any son in the house? Uh, why are you so quiet? Why can't you answer? We'll get there in a minute. The question then is this. Why did Jesus transfigure? He didn't have to. But why did he do that? I won't wait for your answers because of time. One commentator said, to affirm his power. They have been dazzled and marveled by many things he had done in the past. For the first time, they saw the real one doing it. So I now concluded, based on this one, he was showing them that I'm the treasure within an earthen vessel. You can see man, but this is a treasure within an earthen vessel. Others may be empty vessels. This is treasure within earthen We may look alike. We have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellence of the glory may be God's. Somebody made a comment. He said he was affirming his glory. He had always had his glory from the foundations of the earth. For the first time, they began to see in whose company they have been walking. Oh my God. So this is the person that we've been sitting down eating with. And wow, they fell on their faces. Wonderful. 
Run that thing quickly. I'll just say this. Remember I was talking to them? If they come to you, they say, the kingdom of God is there. He said, do not go with them. They say, it's in the north. Do not go with them. They say, it's under the water. Do not go with them. The kingdom of God is where? It's within you. He came out from his inside. Please hear me well. Jesus unleashed in their presence. He had always unleashed healing the sick, raising the dead, healing the blind, walking on the sea, but now they saw the essence. Praise the Lord. Can I quickly now move to why he came? Why did Jesus come? Because you see, I remember many years ago, I was, I'm still growing. I was still making, trying to make good meaning of my Christianity. I'd become a Christian, I had backslid in, I had come back. And in a vision, I heard God. Please don't say so if you, don't, if you never did. Oh. Preaching is not to impress anybody. If I'm preaching, it's to impress you. <laughs> to impress you, I tell you, but if it's God, some things will meet with you till eternity. I heard him. said, this is the earth, honest. That's why. said, this is the earth of predestination. That's what you mean. said, I made everything according to my plans from the foundations of the earth. Wow. As many other things and encounters I've heard. That's for in my personal life. And different people with different ones. It's the same God. We are only sons and daughters. So don't be deceived to think that you are just here to while away time. You are not. It does not matter how you came to this world. It does not matter who was responsible. It does not matter what the problems you've been subjected to. Your tomorrow is great. In the name of Jesus. Are you talking us happy? No, sir. No, ma. I'm telling you the truth. As I have found it in the word of God. And there are people under the sound of my voice today, which in some few years time will be giving testimonies. Yeah. And even their own testimonies will still be amazing them. Yeah. In the name of Jesus. Yeah. But it will not be difficult for you to understand that this is the working of God. Because this will be part of what God will remind you of. After all, it is God that works in us. Even to will. So I decided, I thank you for deciding. If God didn't give you the grace to decide, you will never decide. But to will and to do of his good pleasure. So this is... So what was the purpose of Jesus coming to this realm? First John chapter 3, verse 8. He who sins is of the devil. 
For the devil has sinned from the beginning. That is his character. That is his nature. If you see the devil living a holy life, ah, he's out of character. That's who he is. You want to trace the source of sin? You trace the place where I say, until the day that iniquity was found in him. That's him. Now, look at part B. For this purpose, is somebody with me? The Son of God was what? I can hear you. Why? That's all. That's all. And because of this, I coined the second reason. It's still one reason, actually. I said, thereby, bringing many sons to glory. So, first of all, everything of the devil in your life and against you can be truncated. Oh, no, I didn't hear you, man. As much as I heard it more from you, I didn't hear it from here at all. Because for this purpose, he was made manifest that he might destroy the works of the devil. And if that be the case, then he has come to bring many sons to glory. Is somebody hearing me? Glory be to God in the highest. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Everlasting life is the life of the Son. Outside the Son is destruction. John chapter 1 verse 12. For as many as received him, to them he has given what the power to become sons. Now watch the transfiguration. The only message out of the transfiguration verbally from above. This is my beloved son. Sons are defined by the life within. I'm not joking. Capacity to become the sons of God in Hebrews said it has now behold him to bring many sons to glory. So what did he come to do? He has come to destroy the works of the devil and to make many sons like him. So in other words, no wonder I said to them, don't say anything to anybody until I have resurrected from the dead. So one of the reasons to let you know that it was a farming his authority over everything created, including death. He said, but you keep quiet. Just watch. Somebody's Christian life is taking a new meaning from today. In the name of Jesus. Now you can understand clearly why he says, though your strength is small, you have kept the word. The door before you I have opened, and no man, nothing created, nothing can stop. You are unstoppable. In the name of Jesus. But how? 
did he go about it? Or how is he still going about it? Because he's finished his work. He himself said it is finished. How did he achieve it? Which he's still achieving now. And we still achieve until the end of the ages. By the anointing. They say, what do you mean? Come on, Acts chapter 10 verse 38. How God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with what? And what happened? Everywhere he went, there was exploit. Now, that's one sure quality of a son. Anywhere you go, I'm not talking you happy, it's the truth. And as many as receive, something begins now. In the name of Jesus. I'm not joking. If I've not experienced what I'm saying, I won't be qualified, but I have, and I'm still experiencing it. How? By the anointing. Jesus breaks the yoke by the Holy Ghost and power, just as the prophet told. These are the days of the latter end, and God is moving in His power again by the anointing. Jesus breaks the yoke. It's not by power. It's not by power. It's not by mind. It's not by mind. But by my spirit says the Lord. Isaiah chapter 10 in 27. In that day, the body shall be removed. The yoke shall be, the body shall be lifted. The yoke shall be removed. And the yoke shall be destroyed. Not that the yoke shall be broken. It shall be destroyed. How? By the anointed. Luke 4, 18. The spirit of the Lord is upon me. And he has what? Anointed me. To what? Pretty good news. Why? Because from what you've heard, it takes the unleashed to unleash. First of all, those who are not Christians, they are having it. Ah, uh, yeah. My children, do not fret and do not begin to fret because of evil doers. It's in the Psalms. I don't want the kind of fame and wealth that I can't leave as a legacy. Because the righteous lives an inheritance for his generations after him. What about the wicked? Oh, they spread like a green bay tree today, but tomorrow, even the ground where they stood will never remember that they existed. No, that's not your portion. Uh -uh. Do not ever envy them. Don't Don't go after their ways and their gods. That is true. And that's why godliness with contentment. Don't envy any man. 
It's an insult to the God of your salvation. It is. You think it's a mistake that God is beginning to inject Christians into leadership? Some will struggle. Some even fall and rise. But God is saying something. You think corruption will never stop? Until you go there, until you begin to get there, in your second, third, and fourth generation, as light that cannot be corrupted. The light that shines in the darkness and darkness cannot comprehend. You don't know. Everybody, are you everybody? Your life is special, hidden with God in Christ Jesus. It takes the unleashed to unleash. And the second one is this to find your niche in life, discover and fulfill your assignment, the reason for which you are here, it will require you to be unleashed. that you have been tremendously blessed by this message. For additional information and materials from Pastor Taiwo Odukoya, please contact us at the Founding of Life Church, 12 Industrial Estate Road by PZ Industries of Town Planning Way in Lupeju, Lagos. PO Box 698, Shemolu, Lagos. Visit our website at www.tfolc.org. Thank you and God bless you.